Hey, Gary. Yes? Hey, do you want to do a podcast with me where we explore core topics? Oh, fuck yeah. Yes. Hey, and let's call it Queer Nundrum. Oh, my God. Yes. Awesome. Please listen carefully. Welcome to our show, Queer Nundrum. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> You're welcome. She, she has done all by herself. I don't really need to do a thing. That's true. Not. In fact, he could to... just leave my studio right now because that's <laughs> right. This motherfucker's right here in the office today, and we are recording together for the first time since launching our podcast this last December. Because of COVID. Well, and I moved. We and you moved. moved. I mean, we'll take both of those scenarios, but... Really, the moving was the big issue that I did. I will have to ask, uh, when we get into it, some very specific questions. But before I get into that, we'll kick off our show with, hey, I'm your beautiful host, Holly Greystone. And I'm your other fabulous host, Gary M. Thorne Jr. And now I actually get to see his face when he says that full thing. And it's beautiful. It is beautiful. Gary, welcome to my office. What do you think? It's um, very nice. I honestly was expecting it to be smaller. I, I really, just from, you know, I usually just get this view right, right? here. Right. So. <laughs> And I do, I'm assuming since you have two of those, I'm gonna I can take that one with me when I leave. Well, that was your going away door prize present. Uh, <laughs> Don't come back here again. But since you said it, I have to no. <laughs> yeah, no. And I wouldn't do that. No, it's oh. it is it is something for you. And I do no, not. I, I, I actually that. do have it in a tube to give to you. So you can say that. It's right here. Gary, yeah. you see that box right there at the bottom <laughs> of my feet? See that box right okay, there? All right. That is it. Okay. You know he's folks, throwing shade, but uh for real. Oh no, she will tell I'm just saying that she will just give the shirt off her back. I would. This is, this is also a true statement, but also uh, what Gary's referring to is a piece of art that I found and had discussed in a previous episode about a a piece that my brother had owned and he had to duplicate and Gary loved it. So it's gorgeous. I, I, I really expect this to be pride of place in his house. And I expect a picture within three weeks of arrival of it being put in said place. So stay tuned on that delightfulness. So, um, now we've got that covered. So, <laughs> do you want to know what we're talking about today? Absolutely. I would love, you know what? I think our listeners would even love to know what we're talking about. Oh, I'm not worried about them as much as you. <laughs> so, All right. What are we going to talk about? You have no idea what we're talking about. I mean, <laughs> I know, I know a wee bit, but, so, but do please introduce it for those who are listening. What are we going to be jumping into today? We are talking about the CW series, Supergirl. Okay. Um, And mainly because the reason is, is that, uh, at some point in the future, we'll talk about Pose, but Super and Pose is ending too. But Supergirl ending this year after mm-hmm. six seasons on the air, and it hasn't gotten quite the love from everybody that posed it. And I think there's some really great things about it. So I think that we need to talk about that. And Absolutely. Talk about what you've been up to. It's weird face-to-face. <laughs> and you actually get to witness it. Yeah. For example, uh, walking into our, our recording session today, he's like, all right, let's get this done. What are you been doing all day? Um, and my mother-in-law's visiting. It was like, hey, hey, hey. She's been working her ass off all day, which I, I ho- Holly's mother-in-law. I'm sure she listens to all these episodes all the time. Yeah, no, so. not, not <laughs> once. I don't even think she knew I did a podcast until like five days ago. Anyway, okay, Gretchen, it's time to step up, man. Step up, watch them all. We'll, we'll, we'll quiz you in a month. We'll give you a month to watch them all. There might be a prize at the end. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, well, she, got, she got the prize hall. That's true. Yeah, you're you're her daughter-in-law. I mean, that's that is also true, and also the and na- she gained a son-in-law in Max, or what? No, uh, not it'd be a grandson in Max. Grand yeah. Yeah, step grandson. grandson. And Max, yeah, something like that. So, I yeah. don't know. I honestly don't care. But also, and if we get through all that stuff, then she kind of gave me his family because I'm Matt, one of Max's uncles too. That's so. there's that, so, really. and the fact that on one week I had both my my mom and my wife's mom in the same house, uh, and for, you guys didn't kill each other, and we did, there was no killing of each other. And my mom's dogs are not trained; they're adorable, lovable, beautiful puppies. <laughs> they're absolutely sweet, but they are very energetic, bouncing off the wall, park code 
parkour type dogs. And I can't remember the the beautiful black one's name. His name is George. That's Max's my dog's yeah. brother, Littermate. And then Gracie. Is very sweet. So yeah. sweet. George is very much pack protective of him, yeah. of her. Excuse me. Um, but they. George they were gorgeous. they were very reasonably well behaved, but it was just a lot in us. We're in a much smaller home now, and it's just a lot in one space. And it, keep in mind that they, it is a smaller home. They went down to four. Bedrooms. We went down from yeah, uh, actually a six bedroom, three <laughs> yeah. bath, two kitchen, two living room house, which was from a, a relationship that Des had had for twenty seven years prior to me. But since we've been together, we we work to downsize because it's just two of us and we don't need that much. As and I do air quotes, downsize. Downsize. I just, I can clean two toilets, but fours, five, that's a, that's a little much. A, I say, yeah, it's just, it's a gorgeous house. It's Actually, more personality I and like charm. I like this house honestly better than the other one. Yeah. It's a lot more personality and keep and in mind, just so all you listeners understand, I live in a condo that's 925 square feet. Oh, so half my house. Yeah. Yeah. Know, so I want you to, you know, so I downsized almost half too when we moved. Yeah. Like big. I'm just saying they but, quote unquote downsized. Okay. <laughs> but also my wife does require a certain amount of shoe square footage for her shoes. So I don't know that we can go down to 900. And we talked about the fact that I made her wear flats in the one play. Yes, we did in okay, a previous episode. Yeah, so okay, good. Yeah. So good. I just have to bring that up. So, okay. so right. anyway, uh, since my mother-in-law is here, she's like, uh, the night before she's like, Hey, what are we going to do tomorrow? And it's like, uh, we're going to build a cabinet so we can attach the microwave to the, to the wall and create more space on the countertops. Oh, okay. Next morning comes around. Hey, I guess we're going to do this thing. I'm like, shit, she remembered. <laughs> so we built, we built a cabinet. It ended up being seven inches too deep. We had to cut that in half, which created a, a additional three shelves out of it. So now I we essentially built three shelves. It's tiered. It's beautiful. Check out our Facebook page. I'll, I will be posting it there and tagging the Get Shit Done with Holly Ray, which is my Get Shit Done with me. So, you know, it's all good. I also repaired some electrical. I did some mudding. And I met with this joker, and we did some planning for the future growth of our podcast. Oh, no, we didn't. No, that's we right. Chicken quesadillas. We ended up taking quesadilla because the pizza place is currently on hold because of staffing issues. Well, so just so everybody understands, I assumed the way she is, I just assumed she's making pizza then. You know, I assume oh, she and so especially after the souffle that I made well, this morning. No, it's okay. So I just assume, you know, I'm fine with that, but I just assume, okay, yeah, pizza's great, you know, but. <laughs> So I was actually, I was honestly relieved that she just gone because I know how busy they've been. So yeah, no, there's a great pizza place in town that basically makes a homemade pizza. But I, and I used to make a homemade pizza, so it's actually yeah. that's clever. I don't have to do that yeah. anyway. I, I mean, that's I have, a, I have an amazing homemade pizza crustless recipe. That you want to send that to me? I will. Please do. I, I learned how to make a freaking souffle without even. I okay. I found a really old like 1950s Betty Crocker cookbook. I don't yeah. know if it's 1950s, but it's that old. And one of the ingredients is how to make a fluffy egg. So I took that and I put it in a casserole dish with like a bunch of other stuff. And the way I did all that apparently is how you make a souffle. I didn't know that, but I did it. And I feel pretty damn special. I'm going to guess if you looked at a souffle just a little bit, I, it's probably close. The only difference between what I make and what the souffle is, is uh, cream of tartar. And that's only because people don't know how to beat an egg to too much or too little uh so you could scratch that and throw it off the side the next is flour that's okay. the biggest difference is flour but hey uh mr social calendar over here who has us oh, all Jesus on a time Christ. budget this guy shows up and i'm his chauffeur from a, an airport that's an hour and a half away yeah. i chauffeur him and i get his whole social itinerary like okay you only got this much time with me to record this episode so i've got people who love me i don't know what can i tell you i mean and it was just more the fact I know that Holly and I, as we can see it happening here, we start talking, and I just want to make sure we get this done, you know, like get shit done with Holly Ray. Yeah, but conversation so, is not one of the things I get done in a timely matter. Anyway. So if we get this going, then we're okay. If we didn't, God knows. It should, we we would never get anywhere. Night, you know, so. uh, yeah, we, so. I'm learning we should not record in person. Go. Yeah. Well, how are you doing? So I'm doing great. So literally, <laughs> I, as most people have, you know, 
gotten out of this conversation, we are in the same town today. Um, I have had a very, very busy week, a wonderful busy week of seeing friends that get a little emotional. Just all the friends I've missed. Yeah. It's been, you've been gone. <laughs> how long you've been out of this town? A year and a half. And I hadn't realized. God, how much it feels like it's been so long. Well, COVID, you know, a little, yeah. a little actually almost two years. Almost yeah. Two years. And so it's been, um, I got, a, I saw one of the two chess looks today. I, I've seen you and Holly and your mom, you and Holly. Uh, you and Holly you. My, my other Holly, also known as my wife, Desiree. <laughs> It's okay, not like you've ever not called me Dean. So this is so true. <laughs> Sometimes I even call you Max after my dog because yeah, that's also a thing. So I've I've got I've seen the two of you not near enough, and I've seen uh, I got to see your mom Erin and Gretchen, and then I have uh, well seen Tracy because I'm staying with my friend Tracy, and I've seen Char and Matt and Andrea, and I'm going to see Char again tomorrow. She specifically requested time. That only Dean and I could come, and not even Matt. So she just wanted just the three of us. <laughs> no, nobody else. She was actually, no, nobody else. We are actually going to go. We're having it at Rico, so I can briefly see Tawny at least. Yeah, um, love you, Tawny. Yeah, love you. Mwah. And I've seen, spent time several times. You know, I'm sorry, grand grandsons get priority. You know, so right. So, so, so family, hard. close friends. I mean, many of us have well, known no, you for a long time. Grandsons, close friends. And family. <laughs> okay, yeah, order of priority. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Oh, so I got to tell my story about Please. my my grandson. Uh, <gasps> I love um, baby I don't story. like to use their names. I don't think it'll be. Uh, it's not appropriate for social media. Um, got the, it. My um, second oldest grandson, who's um, knows words, but not a lot. So I've been keeping in contact with both of them, the oldest and the youngest. Uh, with my daughter on through Zoom and stuff like that, you know, talking to them, they don't really get much conversation, but at least they're right. I want to make sure they know my voice. So, and uh, my daughter must have just made sure to get them all ready for us coming because as I get out of the car and start going up to her her uh, apartment, I hear her, oh, grandpa's here. And I hear him going, grandpa, 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 grandpa. grandpa. <laughs> it's like, you know, folks, I'm just telling you, kids can be a pain in the ass, but it's more than worth it when you get a grand kid out of it. So I, I can go on a whole tangent yes. on that, but I, I won't. It's it's I, I will summarize everything I would say too. That is a beautiful thing to be able to have your your own offspring produce yeah. not only your next generation, but just another human being yeah. in any form, I and mean, whether it's adoption or another, and to have that joy of then yeah. just they want to be. It makes with you. up for having your kids. I'm just gonna say, I, mean, I love yeah. Lily dearly. This still makes up for you guys. I'm just right, <laughs> right. I mean, anyway, right. and that they're overall really good kids. Sure. But anyway, so so that's really been my week, exhausted, you know, and doing that, but enjoying every moment of it, and getting ready to go back to. I mean, you're need a vacation for your vacation. Yeah. Well, I still get a little bit one because I work at a university, and so. They don't, I, I, I've got a little time once I get back. I can just ease into it. We're yeah, you're smart. Sector. He immediately has to start working the next day when we get back. So. But he also loves, he loves his job. He's yeah, genuinely he happy a, when he's. I think he needs a break after his vacation. I just, fair. Poor Dean, I have literally, because this. This guy is not a social, I mean, well, he's a social is, human, but, but not, not like us. Yeah. Well, and I, I, it's. Since my uh, surgery, oh, by the way, I haven't updated. I'm at 255 now. So I've lost a little over 70 pounds at this point. And um, I just like this shirt I'm wearing that only Holly can see. I just bought this three days ago and it's already getting big on me. I would say you bought it big. No. I mean, if you hadn't told me that, I'd be like, um, yeah, no, I we need to learn to how fit. to reshop because you're buying too big. Yeah, no, this is, I bought it and it was almost, it wasn't snug on me, but it looked really nice. Mm -hmm. And I thought I had a couple of weeks at least now. But you're also you're also working out. You're building yeah. up muscle. Oh, yeah. so, you're moving more, yeah. which is fucking fantastic. You but seem so, happy. You have more energy. Yeah, and that's it. So the whole thing with poor Dean deals with me now when, how I used to be. I used to be this, you know, just a bundle of energy. Yeah. Right? And so he's the poor guy. Oh, no, got to go do this. Got to do this. Then I go, okay, Dean, I'm going to go out for a walk. Did you want to go? No. You know, it's, I'm just <laughs> all over doing shit all the time. So I, I'm enjoying it, but Dean is fucking exhausted. Oh, I'm sure. But uh, you know what? He'll build up the stamina. <laughs> or he doesn't. Like he Okay. 
Anyway, oh. <laughs> so, on that note, let's just yeah, like before yes. we get canceled. Before you cancel <laughs> us, we're gonna we're gonna talk about you know cool shit. We're Super gonna jump girl. in. Yes, and yes. If you don't mind, you know me. I'd like to give a little history of it first, and then we can. I, uh, you know, this would not be conundrum if we didn't have Gary's history. If you right. guys, while he's pulling up the history here and getting ready, want to know about Gary's thoughts, check out our blog. It is at conundrum.com. Uh, we are keeping a blog there. We will be starting to post uh, even more materials, uh, video blogs in general. I can't say the That's called a vlog. I can't say that word. I re- <laughs> I refuse to say that word. In fact, I'll just point at another human being and hope they'll fill in the blank. It's just it's a weird. Anyway, Gary, take us into Supergirl. So, and again, like I already stated, the reason we're doing Supergirl is it's been very queer friendly throughout. Absolutely, the seasons. it's huge. Break stereotypes. Um. It did uh, start off on CBS for the first season. It did? Um, it didn't quite get CBS size ratings, but it was a popular show. Critical Darling the year came out. Critics loved it. And so since uh, the CW is a sister station to uh, CBS, they thought, well, let's put it there. Where it's thrived. It's, it's done an amazing job there. Because the viewership expects that. Yeah. They expect what yeah. they got here. And so... Um, the, the big things about Supergirl is we know that they have a lot of queer representation. We'll get into that as we get out. Absolutely. I don't want to take away the, the highlights of that, but, um, the other big thing about this superhero show more than any other superhero show. And as we go through this, I, I literally, as I wrote my notes, I had to try not to nerd out. I go, I'm stuck to the queer parts. Of it because I go, oh, but There's so many. Happened. Yes. Yeah. There's a lot and of nerding out that can I, take place with this and it was done well. And I think it, it should, it, it deserves a nerd award and we'll, we'll explore yeah. that someday. But it's, it's one of those shows. The thing I like about this one, and also I should mention that a uh, Superman, the whole Superman universe is, is my favorite of all the nerd things over Star Trek, over everything else. That's so, fair. So I literally, this was to me like, so that's fair uh, for me i would say it's more star trek than than superman yeah only because my exposure was more towards star trek stuff before i was exposed to marvel or dc and see i had uh, which was early you should never do that so but early age listening to watching superman watching you know reading the the comics all that um so the big but the big difference with this show compared to all the other in the cw arrowverse because they all come from they all came from Green Arrow. These all these shows were offshoots of Green Arrow. The big difference on Supergirl is that they really focus more on the relationships outside of being a superhero. So for that reason, you learn a lot about these people you wouldn't say in Green Arrow. They all have backstories. Don't get me wrong, but uh, in particular, Supergirl talks about I love their their game nights or. Um, when they get together for their Thanksgivings, we're not, yep. they're not superheroes. They're all friends. They fans. really, it, I, this is something I felt like Superman did really well is that the costume, the superhero outfit was yeah. Clark Kent. Yeah. You know, or Kara, it yeah. wasn't Superman and Supergirl. It's like, you, oh, so I have to say that one. Do you remember in the first season why her dad said she should wear the glasses? Do you remember that whole thing? No, but I, there's yeah. something that's clicking right. Remind me. So what it is, is that, he made these special glasses for her so she couldn't do x-ray vision. So for that little bit where she's wearing the glasses, she could truly be Kara and not Supergirl. She, you know, so it, just so that she could be a little bit more normal. Cause when she got the glasses, you know, she was 12, 13 years old and she goes back and see perfectly, but this stops you from all the x-ray vision. You can't see this and you can hide behind that. You can focus and not be constantly distracted. Yeah. And I love that they, that, that was their explanation. For, I love which which explanation. goes with the comic series. Cause every time he did x-ray vision, Superman would always lower his glasses to do okay. it. And so can, this is, I know we're totally geeking out here. Well, Bear with us. We're getting somewhere. And I, so I have to go off for a minute. The people who originally did Superman, and some of you may know this out here, were both Jewish men. So we're talking back in the 1939 and they gave Superman glasses and that's all he needed to be the difference between Superman and Clark Kent was because all Jewish men, all Jewish people hid behind that facade oh. and just didn't you know, give their real name. So that's a, a little How interesting. Yeah, yeah. So, so we've, you know, dealt with, I mean, before we get it, you know, black, black lives matter, which thank God we're there, but you know, when, back yeah. when 
when people of color were so bad ostracized, there's still, I mean, back then Jewish people, Jewish people, were, people yeah, color, they know, were so. treated. Yeah. Uh, interesting. Okay. Well, thank you for that. So, but yeah, so I had to, that, but now, so we get up into this, um, it will be ending this summer. The dates to have not been determined yet. It, but it will end of this summer. And I think it's, I'm glad they were given a chance to end the show. So we're going to be doing some speculation later on what we, how, how we would like it to end. Um, so we will go into talking about, I'm going to lead it off with Holly. And we're going to be honest here. Yeah. Holly is still a little, I'm the geek nerd who knows the show <laughs> inside out. We're letting Holly go with what she knows first. And then I will start. But also from- it just speaks to how much harder I work in a day to day. Because he still has time to watch TV shows. Yeah. Okay, that's not entirely true. I'm watching Deep Space Nine right now. I was going to say. <laughs> and she watched Next Gen. Next, Next Gen. And, yeah. Still has, so, Tawny, have you asked her how she was doing? No, no. Anna Maria no. had yeah. lower decks. Had, yeah. Yeah, so yeah Gary, good. ask the question. Yeah. Well, we'll get to that in Queer Corner then. I finished it. Oh, cool. Anyway. months later. But anyway, so. It I turns out I'm actually watching it for the second time and didn't realize it because it was I, it so traumatized me in the f- first season, the first round. I had to watch it a second time. I will answer that in the queer corner. Moving forward, um, and I have a really better question for you. In queer corner, so <laughs> oh, 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 oh. oh I'm looking forward to that. Right, um, See what happens. In so there. we're getting into uh, the, season yeah. one, and I'll let you go, and then I'll I'll, I'll put in my little. I sense. I was turned on to this because Gary and I have been talking about some other shows where like Shit's Creek, where there's this natural progression of just natural progression in that it should have never been a thing to begin with, but also just how our society is what I hope our society is moving towards, which is we could have conversation about sexual identity and, and gender identity more fluid in terms of everyday conversation. Like my name is Holly. I am a lesbian and I'm married to a woman or I, my name is Holly and I'm bisexual and I'm married to this beautiful woman and whatever, like those conversations just coming out more naturally and occurring more naturally in various different settings of our society is a hope and a dream. What I'm finding is, is that shows like Shit's Creek shows like Supergirl, we're having these natural conversations of, hi, I'm a, I'm a girl. I happen to have superpowers like as Superman and I kick ass and and have this whole conversation like, why not Superwoman? Why not some other like cool, powerful name like Superman? And the shows in the first season. So this is a, a somehow a uh, what do you call it? Uh, I don't know where you're trailing. You're trailing you call it when you give away secrets to a show people haven't seen yet. Spoilers. Spoilers. This might be a spoiler. So if you haven't seen this, just Still beware. Listen to us, just Still listen. Beware. There's gonna be some spoilers. What I'm trying to get at is that the first episode I watched was where she complains about being called Supergirl. This is being Kara, the main actor of the show. And I stopped watching it because I felt the same. So her, her, the actor's name is Melissa Boynton. Oh, actor's name. Sorry. Yes. Thank you. But Gary was like, no, you really need to watch this. And you need to finish. And and I will tell it to anybody. Like you really just need, I shut it down. But once he said that, I was like, you're right. One of the, badass strong women characters in the show um cat comes out she's the uh, owner of this m- amazing multi-billion dollar company or whatever yeah and catco catco and kara supergirl works for this particular individual and who said who coined the phrase supergirl and which is uh, subsequently gives supergirl the name and supergirl kara was ass- insulted by this conversation and, and by this name. And so it was, I felt like it was, it's what we all need to think about. Like what's wrong with Supergirl? I'm a girl, you're a girl. So right, right away address the whole gender and, and identity. Like what Calista Flockhart's character Kat says, you have to be a little bit more. Please. And she goes, she says, well, I'm a girl. And she does the whole body thing down with her hand. Uh-huh. Down. Is there something wrong with me? And it does immediately. Right away. Yeah, it right. really set oh, yeah. the tone <laughs> right there. Episode one. It really set the tone for what has become the legacy of Supergirl. And I just right then I fell in love. I obviously I watched it. I well, I guess not so obvious to you. I only watched it up to halfway through second season. That is currently where I'm at. 
this guy's already finished it, but it brought up some relevant conversation. And where I'm getting at is the story starts it off, right? Yeah. Boom. I'm a girl. Let's just talk about that. What does that look like? Already approaching a very tough conversations in our society. And all the way up through Supergirl's adopted sister. No. Supergirl's adopted. Sorry. Uh, but her sister. How would you describe that? Because Supergirl's the one who's adopted. So it's not her. Yeah, it's her stepsister. The stepsister. Yeah. So, yeah so, okay. I mean, they, they really. They don't look they're, at. They're sisters. They're sisters. Yeah, it's not, you know, it's not really and her true. sister's name is Alex. And right into the next season, we're going to season. We kind of get a little bit of inkling, I would say, suggestive inklings about her self-identity as in the first season i felt like i felt like there were some hints there towards the end but maybe not but second season right about season six or episode six (laughs) season six episode six we start to see more character development with her sister and her and specifically her uh sexual identity so for those of you don't the actress's name who plays her sister alex is (laughs) is uh chyler lee who was uh, played Meredith Baxter's sister on Grey's Anatomy, which I've never watched. I so that, I stopped watching Grey's Anatomy after like season three. I just said for anybody, so you'd be interested if that was a connection for you. I really highly recommend watching her on it. She, I think she's nothing against anybody else on the show, but I think that Tyler Lee does the best acting job on the show. Okay. So anyway, yeah. and then so uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Didn't know that. Thank you for that. Yeah. Um, so we get into this more character development. They're starting to develop other people around the main characters. One of them being her sister and the conversation like between her and another character in the show. Oh, Go. Sorry. We need to, at this point, I need to do a, you need to do something. Yeah. We need to do a, a bit here. So this is going to be Alex's coming out. Okay. Perfect. That's exactly where I was leading. Yeah. And so. Oh. I was worried about you. Look, I'm sorry if I was too forward the other day. That wasn't my place. My whole life has been about being perfect. Perfect grades. Perfect job, being a perfect sister, taking care of Kara. One part of my life that I've never been able to make perfect was dating. I just never really liked it. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, mean, I, I tried. Mm. You know, I got, I got asked out. I just, yeah, I never liked being intimate. I just. She's this woman that she realizes that that she realizes she's attracted to, um, who in a previous scene basically asked her out, and she said, "No, I'm I'm right. I'm not that way. You know, right. not in a bad way. No, you know? but just like no. Yeah. And then to have, um, and then here she is in this scene. Yeah. Uh, and the the I don't have the actor's name, but the character's name is Maggie. Yes. And the- they end up getting a nice arc that. They do. And, and and it's beautiful to watch just in this scene, in this clip that we just seen, it's the, 
it's this it's this realization that you've been living for or by someone else's view of who you are and who you think you're supposed to be in your society and maybe who you are is against what that proverbial normal is and you just live out your life thinking you're doing exactly what you're supposed to do but you just feel slightly off because of and um Shoot, we need to go back for some more talk about season one for just one moment. Yeah. Um, first of all, the creator of the show, the producer is Greg Berlanti, who has been, he's queer and has been married to his husband since 2017. And first of all, he's a mega producer, has produces, and he's got 15 shows on the air right now. Oh my gosh. So um, and so say first of that, and I love the fact that in the first season. Uh, the actor Jeremy Jordan, who plays Wynn, um, comes across as a feminine character. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Loves to sew, create Supergirl's first costume. Yeah. And he's very, he's a very straight man and absolutely and is in love with Supergirl mm-hmm. or, and all this stuff. So I love that that first year that that stereotype was, you know, just immediately. Uh, that was also, yeah. I, they really took on a lot in that first season, really in a smooth, natural tone. That for I, CBS, they took on a lot. For for Netflix, no. No, for I mean, CBS, Netflix, really yes. It Netflix was, and it, Amazon Prime are a little bit ahead. Actually, for an, it was an 8 p.m. show, so they really did for the family hour took on yeah. quite a bit. I got to give credit for that. Absolutely. Sorry, then we can... I want to make sure Greg Berlanti has mentioned who is he any show he does, he makes sure there's queer content. So he doesn't have so people like him don't grow up not seeing that on television. Which is fantastic, yeah. right? I love that. Yeah. So okay. Now fast forward, sorry folks. <laughs> um, so dealing with this scene where you're dealing with her not being able to say it yet, and how many of us were there when we came out, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. You can't, you, you know it, you know, they know it, but you can't, you just can't quite say it. I, I, I did not deal with that when I, when I first had the realization, I was like, oh shit, that makes complete sense. I had no problem. It's literally the very next day. I grew up in a safe place. Like I was always treated with the love and support of that. So I didn't grow up with any fear of what that might mean to my culture and to my family. So I literally got in the car drove six hours back to my family and and had the conversation with them and it was nothing it was it went by fantastically the i mean i i created some stuff because i really wanted it to be more difficult than it was but i love the idea that we have future artists coming out with content like him and and putting it out there so that there's more representation so people can hopefully have that and the best part about it was is again like we talk about shit's creek there was never a negative. Mm-mm. Everybody she told was very supportive, mm-hmm. hugged her. All of them. They were, they just were greatly, I don't know, just, there was just love and it was just normal for that conversation to take place. You're, so, yeah. okay, so what's going on at that point then, and I've told Holly to plug her ears so she doesn't hear spoilers. <laughs> Everybody can plug their ears right now too if they want to, but so... They have, the two of them have this amazing, just meaningful relationship that spans uh, season two and into season three. This will be a hard one for Holly because I'm sure she's, you know, in different ways has dealt with this. And I know she has, we've talked about it, that she and Maggie end up breaking up. And the reason is, is because Maggie doesn't want kids. And Alex knows she wants kids about she loves me. Oh, right. the whole scene where they break up this <gasps> really? and no. it's just and it just it kills you because they're already planning the wedding. This is why oh. I have to mention this. Like, I can't wait to finish. Okay. And so they're they're planning the wedding and then they have much about kids and they each have a completely different reaction, realize they never talked about this and it ends the relationship. But it's done so realistically. It's one of those things that is done mm-hmm. in such a way that you, I think every queer couple will understand that. You know, yeah. it was, oh, and it wasn't like it was over then next week, she's fine again. It it lasts. Yeah, it's not like this was an easy decision that needed to be a drama for a week or two. Like this is a real, a real deal that 
changes relationships. There's a little bit of time when they first get together where Maggie wants to tell everybody and, and um, Alex isn't there yet. It takes a while to get to that point. Then Alex, finally, she's all in and Mm -hmm. they love each other. And then all of a sudden, you know, they're planning a wedding and then this happens and it just, you feel the break stopping. Yeah. You you see, and you keep going, Oh, because they're going to get through this. They're going to get through it. And then they don't. Um, And that goes basically through, um, it it goes through season two and season three. That's the main, a lot of the stories going on trying to stick to the, to the, the queer arcs, you know, um, but it does. The thing it does is it gives Tyler Lee some great meat, some great stories to work on along with, uh, you know, because in this and she gets to learn how to be a, her true self, mm-hmm. and and it helps her actually sympathize a little bit more with with Supergirl because she has to hide part of her identity all the time, and now she can just let herself. Be. Yeah, that, that's a huge change in their in their their relationship, but just their relationship with one another as as they're both trying to live their truth. And so then in season three. Um, after the, like a couple episodes after the breakup, she ends up having a one night stand with, um, oh, yeah. with, uh, Sarah Lance, who is played by Katie Lotz, who is from the series Legends of Tomorrow. Um, which actually, not because of them screwing, but because this whole thing that they're in another earth. And so that's all stuff that if you know it, great, if not. But and um, I'm not going to get all that stuff. But they're actually the catalyst, which gives every year they have a famous crossover episodes they do with all the series, and that basically that one night stand leads to the crossover episodes. So it really, I, I love that. That and it shows, and then another one of the uh, one of the series, the actual leader of the whole legends of tomorrow is bisexual, very openly, happily bisexual. Oh, so yeah, that's, really cool. that's right. Um, so that is major nerding. I love oh, it. Oh my god, you have it, uh, it gets yes. worse. Now that you said that, I'm like, oh yeah, like I just yeah, it's all I love Legends of Tomorrow anyway. Uh, and so that's you know, so going to we could have another entire one about oh, Legends. Of Tomorrow. Oh, absolutely. Um, and then so that happens. They I love the next morning because uh Sarah had just had an issue happen anyway, and then this had happened with Alex, and they just all of a sudden. It was one of those more things. Oh, port in a storm. Cool. You like women. I like women. Let's fuck. I mean, really, yeah. what happens? And the next morning was hilarious because, uh, yeah. Oh, uh, well, you know, it's okay. Right. So that yeah. thing. Yeah. Yep, that happened. And so that was. Yeah, so they don't show it all just being heartbreak. They show these funny moments too. You know. So I love that, which then leads. Um, I'm going through this fairly fast, and what we can talk more about the whole ramifications of all of the seasons. Which leads to season four, which I want to play another thing uh, okay. for season four. This is Gara Danvers with Catco Media, and this is a worldwide exclusive. I'm here with a hero who has been fighting in the shadows. This is Dreamer. My first question, who are you? I am Dreamer, and I am a descendant of a daughter of Naltor. When did you come here from Naltor? I didn't. I was born here in America. I grew up in Shut a village town yes, where humans and aliens lived together in harmony. My mother was Notorian, but my father was a human. So you are both human and alien? Yes. My parents believed that humans and aliens could coexist, and I am living proof of that. But growing up wasn't easy. I am also a trans woman. I'm different. Stampers, but so is everybody. And I don't know when that became such a bad thing. The greatest gift we can give each other is our authentic selves and sharing that. Sharing our truth wow. is what will make us strong. So here I am. I am both human and alien. And I am a trans woman. Supergirl, all new episodes, Sunday at 7 Central. So, in that... Wow! Dream, yeah, so Dreamer becomes the first transgender superhero, also then played by 
transgendered person. Oh shit. I mean, yeah. So I know I was like, that, goes, I know. that went deep. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, uh, the character is, uh, Nia Nall, also known as the dreamer played by Nicole Maines. And again, this is the first transgendered superhero is being played by a transgendered actor. Yay. You know, wow. it's like, I'm, yeah. Wow. <laughs> and so this is where I, Holly. And, uh, and, and, an amazing acting, like just oh, yeah. wow. I know. And so it's this moment that they created this character specifically for the Supergirl series. Right. And it's now that character, the dreamer, has become part of the DC universe and actually is in the comics. Oh. So I love that. That it's actually kind of like Harley Quinn, same thing. Yeah. Started off in the DC uh, cartoon. Right. And now it's also, well, plus she's got movies and shit. Oh, gosh. But yeah, so... Yes. Um, and so then they have this whole story arc where they still then have Alex living the full life as an out lesbian, and then they bring in the new character, the Dreamer, and she gets to have a full life, and about halfway through that season, which is season four, she starts dating um, the character Brainiac, who was another superhero uh, actually... Nerdy Ironman comes from originally. Uh, oh my gosh! Total uh, ancestor, nerdy. Her ancestor was uh, <laughs> was Brainiac the the, the villain, and now um, it's uh, now Brainiac. I can't remember whatever number it is. Is now is a superhero helping out. Um, and the really to me the really cool part is there's Brainiac is part computer, and so logically sees no problem with dating a person that he has fallen in love with. If this is all logical to him, well, why wouldn't I? Okay. And so, which to me, I'm probably reaching here, but would make <laughs> Brainiac pansexual. Okay. Because, he, you know, he's saying, well, you know, you fall in love with who you fall in love with. You know? Right. And so, so right. that to I me, could see that. Yeah. And I tried to find the thing where he said that, but I couldn't find that clip I wanted to put in there too. But, you know, basically you fall in love with who you fall in love with. And that just seems logical. Right. Why wouldn't you love that person then? Right. So to me, that says Brainiac is then is a pansexual because you know, you, you fall in love with who you fall in love with. Right. So. Okay. Yeah. Love that. Now. So then they, they have this going on and them trying to figure out where they're going. And what I love, it's a true love story, but more the fact what I love about it is they each end up having evil individuals take over themselves and they they end up having where they they act mean to the person but neither but in all those story arcs there's never a time period where they think it's because that she's a transgender right it's just like doesn't love me anymore you know kind of stuff. so i love that you know that seems weird but i love that part of it i haven't seen this so, i'm yeah, looking no. forward to it and so then oh okay, there's more there's more okay leaving them on the you know loop for, you know there for a minute then you deal with in later in season five, you meet Jimmy Olsen's sister, who, by the way, Jimmy Olsen in this series is oh. played by an African American, not not your the white all American boy, which I love. Okay. God, he's gorgeous. Um, and uh, her name is, and because I, I had to write next, I'm not gonna I'm gonna spell it out. Um, uh, the character's name is Kelly Olsen, and it's played by. A Z I E one name. Second name is T E S F A I. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. So I really would, I'm sorry yeah, if I'm this sorry. actress ever hears this. I'm sorry. I just I did not want to screw your name up. So mm-hmm. and so she comes in and starts a new relationship with Alex, oh. which is really cool because she had just had a her husband had died, and I won't tell you all the stuff because you know you should leave some stuff for you to watch. <laughs> um, Thanks for not hearing all of it. Yeah. But it gets together with Alex and it's not something that you she could have been with um a female before or not. We don't know. Right. Brothers finally everybody's fine with they're all excited that they found each other because they both had had a hard couple of years and oh so thankful they're each finding loving people. That's the extent of, uh, of the that's extent cool. Of it. So, and and very short on the on all the queer plots, that gets us fairly up to date without ruining a whole bunch of spoilers. 
Yeah, actually, I appreciate that. Yeah, Thank you. So I, don't, I, don't want to I got a lot to look forward yeah, to. Yeah, I know you do. It's, <laughs> so it's this wonderful show that really, to me, under the radar. Right. Has You're so focused on so many other things that yeah. are going on that are just natural storytelling yeah. aspect that you don't realize that's happening. Yeah, and so you get all these, you know, you still have all the superhero stuff. You have Lex Luthor shows up, um, played amazingly by John Cryer, my dad. But uh, <laughs> they have all these other stories going on. If you guys don't hear John Cryer, he was in Two and a Half Men. He was the dorky brother in Two and a Half Men. And was also in the movie... You know the classic '80s movie, pretty. Oh my neat. God, you're so. killing me! <laughs> I, you're, <laughs> you're uh, such a. Oh, I love it. I love it. So, um, and but anyway, so that there's some wonderful, fun things happen on this show, and the fact that there's queer characters on the show, it, they're just there. It's not right. just an extra thing. It adds some wonderful extra layers of emotion, and especially with uh, Tyler Lee. It, her character, the first scene, I'm not saying she was boring. She was a good character, but the layers that have developed, it's been able to show more of her emotions, more of her comedic side through okay. this. So this, this was a big, huge thing for her. And I really look forward to seeing yeah, it. It's, there's some amazing, amazing thing that happened. And we're, we're going to talk more in depth, but I do want to explain that they've been nominated for three GLAAD awards for best series. They won a Critics Choice Award for most exciting new series in 2015. I can even count the number of Saturn Awards they've been nominated and won. For those of you who aren't nerdy enough to be on my level, <laughs> the Saturn Awards are the awards for science fiction fantasy that go out every year. Okay. And so they've just won just an amazing amount of that. It's beloved by fans. And one of the other really cool things about Supergirl is that they've used Supergirl to make political stance. Um, you'll see in... Season four, you, yeah. you got a little impression of that, but there's a whole thing about do aliens belong here? They need to be registered, and they really go with it, and all the stuff that again, I don't do too much spoilers, but it's I honestly think that was their strongest season. Just that everything seemed to just click beautifully. Awesome. Um, so I do need to mention that um, a lot of this information I got was, of course, through Wikipedia. I also got it. Um, from there's a great article, Screen Rant: Supergirl persists as TV's most political superhero show. In the last season, they've already said they're going to be talking about Black Lives Matters. They're going to bring up COVID in the last season. Oh, and um, there's an article in the Daily News by Kru. I think it's K A R U F Daniels, which I've recommended as short, but really really great article um and so that's how they're going to bring that they're they're not backing down political stance oh and that's... then i think my favorite part of the whole thing is i'm sure a lot of you saw the meme that went out where melissa right after the whole pussy grabbing incidents you're hearing that or she went on a march and her sign said my pussy's made of steel <laughs> and i didn't see oh, this god and so for that reason alone, I just sort of loved her even more, you know? Okay. And for those of you who don't know, she also starred on Glee. She's an amazing singer. Hell, almost entire cast was an amazing singer. You hear them sing in different episodes. So, um, And so that's why I love this show. To So amazing. It You, you got to love a show that, that talks about superheroes, but that you can identify with. Right. That's kind of what gets us to the end. And yeah. If you haven't watched it. Say, I, I'm excited show, to. Watch it with your kids. It's a show that kids can see. It's not, there's nothing terribly scary and there's nothing there. I mean, there's no swearing or anything. And right. It's a show that I think it'd be a good way for your kids to see other sides of things. The whole thing, which you got to see um, where Alex comes out. Yeah. It just kills you. But if they, and you, then you, you get to hear from that one clip with the transgendered, they really do it all so beautifully and lovingly. So it's, it's, I think it's a show that I'm glad it's ending when it's still up there. Sure. Um, me as a nerd could have lived with it for another 12 years probably and been fine with it, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah. But I, I, I look forward to checking it out. I, yeah. I'm glad that we also talked about this. Um, and I do. I, 
again, just saying it, it's a show that everybody I think should watch. It's because of how well it deals with queer representation. I know we kind of made an expanded queer corner in that. Yeah. I think it was, I think it deserves it. I like it. it. So, yeah. oh, I like it. Um, so any questions on any of that? Or no. So just, are you ready to move into it? Absolutely. So I, I've got my question already, and I'm going to say you can't, you can't whistle out of it saying, oh, anyway, would work for me. It can't, you know, you can't whistle. I'm just telling you right now, because I know you do that. Oh, but I would love them all. Like, yeah, fuck that. Oh, okay. So I'm just, oh, yeah, it's, a question that has with all of that. Okay. Yeah, I just have to oh, make sure, I know oh. you are. It's the, it's the politician part of you that, you know, so, you know, I, I want an answer, you know, so, all right. So. All right, we'll see. In a perfect world understanding, in a perfect, you know, polyamorous <laughs> Even the question. Yeah. In a perfect world, <laughs> uh-huh. how many kids would you like to have? And would that be natural, surrogate, or adoption? Three, natural. Okay. See, it wasn't terrible for you. No, I have thought. I have, I thought, to, I I have thought. Because I knew you would. I have I thought good. about this for a long time. I, now, have you mentioned this to Desiree? <laughs> Oh, we're going deep. Yeah, yes, I have. That's no. that's how I know I have processed this. Is yeah, the no, person that I'm I'm with and living, you know, living my life with. You should have that conversation. Okay. So than, definitely, than what Alex did in Supergirl. That should have been one of the first. Ones <laughs> ever. So once they realized it was getting serious. <laughs> oh, damn! Okay. I think I may have shocked you. Yeah, I had an answer. No, and I just know that you always try to go well. I would love the kids no matter what. I would. Absolutely. 100%. 100% true. Um, And that love doesn't change. It's just the form is a little different and that's okay. It's still going to be a beautiful story. So. So what's your question for me? How has it been coming home for these last few days? I love my friends so much here. Love my friends. Um, I realize I don't love Pullman. I mean, Pullman's a beautiful place, but mm-hmm. it's not. I love. It's the people. Friend, I have no desire to be. I can go. Oh God, maybe I want to go WSU. No, you know. No. But I love my friends. I, I think um, I'm one of the luckiest people. God, I'm emotional. I'm hearing it. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I know. I'm one of the luckiest people. I I've got. I I I don't. I've got some amazing friends that I got to see and I got to hug because everybody was vaccinated. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I I think that I'm luckier than a lot of people in that. So no, I just, I love seeing my friends. And the great thing is that with my job now, I, even if I don't live here, it's easier for me to come here. And, and mm-hmm. see them, so. Well, we, yeah. we've missed you. <laughs> and so, yeah, I think, I think those are two good questions this time. Yeah. Right, so. Yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to make you cry. Oh no! I just—it's <laughs> weird. What I something with the surgery, my emotions are just more there all the time. I don't know. And I've talked to people on my bariatric support page. It that just it and it happens for some. I, I don't know. So I go. So for those of you who think I'm a cold-hearted bitch, it's just not that way anymore. So I go. <laughs> suck it. <laughs> he means it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. Did you want to go first for Queer Corner? Or did you want me to go first for Queer Corner? I actually don't have any. I had something great. Can't remember. Okay. Because I am so wrapped I, up. I, wanna, just, I, I have to yeah. do another clip um, that this thing that really is not queer. It's not about queer anything. Mm-hmm. But this is a, a, a senator um, so, uh, who, I'm sorry, no, from, no, from, no, it's from the House of Representatives. I think he kind of sums up without talking about queer how so many of us are feeling right now. And then actually I have another thing to talk about. On, uh, All right. But it's had to, I saw this. And so I know it's not queer related, but I think everybody will understand this. I want to thank the gentleman from New York and the other Republicans who are supporting this and thank them for their bipartisanship to the other 90% of our friends on the other side of the aisle. Holy cow. Incoherence. No idea what you're talking about. Ben Gaza, you guys chased the former Secretary of State all over the country, 
spent millions of dollars. We have people scaling the Capitol, hitting the Capitol Police with lead pipes across the head, and we can't get bipartisanship. What else has to happen in this country? Damn. This is a slap in the face to every rank-and-file cop in the United States. If we're going to take on China, if we're going to rebuild the country, if we're going to reverse climate change, we need two political parties in this country that are both living in reality, and you ain't one of them. I yield back the bottom. Huh. Wow. Uh, guys, I just had to, again, it's not queer related. No, but just God. really yeah. summing it up. Yeah, I thought, I thought just, yeah, said so much. I, I felt like I found my spiritual being yeah in, in the political form and his passion you know so that. passionate and his name is it's tim ryan and it says it's from a twitter and it says holy shit tim ryan isn't messing around and he's from new york no yeah he's from uh yeah he's i'm sorry ohio 13th district and i would god if i was there i'd vote for him right but anyway had to share that the other thing is um and it, not long, but we've had four deaths this week from Africa that we know about. Right. Four uh. deaths, all because of of being queer. Um, these wonderful, strong individuals who every one of them knowing it's illegal in and not all the countries in Africa, but the majority of them, mm-hmm. it's illegal to be queer, openly live their lives. And they all died. And I looked, I was going to try to bring up some articles on it. Boy, I'm just going to guess the government is really down. I yeah. I can only find an article back from 2016 that talks about how bad it is. And the sad part about it is it hasn't changed. Uh-huh. It's the exact same thing. That we still have more people every week are dying. More people every week are being ostracized. They are being literally stripped naked and marched in front of people and being beaten and have um, no. people being beheaded. Uh, all the stuff that, that's happening because they're wanting to live their true lives. And there isn't much we can do about it except keep speaking out about it. Yeah, and, and giving it a voice. Yeah, because, and I do feel sorry. We have a few listeners. I get why we don't have more in Africa. And I, God, you guys are, you know, I, right. You know, I'm with, I hate it. God, it sounds so Facebook, but I'm, you know, thoughts and prayers are with you guys. Mm-hmm. I, you know, and that's it. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Shoot. Um, we can't do any more together in the same room. It's, <laughs> it's too much. I know. We're sitting here laughing, crying all together. Yeah, it's too much. Laughter through tears. Oh. <laughs> uh, well, damn, it's been good yeah. to have you here. It has been. So it has been nice. And I actually would like to see it happen more often. Hopefully, eventually, we'll be in the same place. Where that would be great. Make us so emotional when we're together. <laughs> Our spouses are going to have to have emotional support yeah. on the other side. going to be like, all right. No. Um, and so just and again, we'll get into that, but uh, please send us questions, send yeah. the things you'd like to hear, you know, and overall the things will be listed in, in our in our in our bumper, but please right. you know, but also if you don't please send stuff to to uh, Gary underscore thorn uh, at Twitter. Um, I would love to hear from you and, and answer questions. Um, and I will be the we each have vlogs coming out. Yeah. Um, we will post them to our webpage at quernundrum.com, but also quernundrum podcast. No, quernundrum.com. And then we, um, but, and they'll also be on our, on our various Twitter and Facebook and shit. Yep. But, but please visit all those places and say how much you love us. And, and if you can't, for some reason, Apple's not letting you rate and review us there, please at least do it from whatever you listen to us from. Right. So that, you know, they, I will honestly, the analytics from Apple are the big ones. It's a big kahuna, but it does at least help us. It yeah. Mainly if nothing else helps our ego saying, okay, <laughs> you're listening to us. Right, we, right. We, we know someone's know. listening. Yeah. We're doing okay here. So um, I think that's all. That's I it. Yeah. All right. Well, until next time, be well.
and be queer, you motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for you to finally edit me out. I, I haven't yet. <laughs> Thank you for connecting with us on this week's Conundrum. Connect with us on Facebook. Instagram. Twitter. At Quernundrum Podcast. And email us at Quernundrum at Quernundrum.com. And please rate and review us on iTunes. Until then, peace and be well. And be queer.